Welcome to the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on this Friday, the 18th of August, 2023. So I am recording this in New York City, um, in my conference room. And wouldn't you know, my microphone decided to die. So I'm like, oh my God, my microphone. So I have to freaking ass figure out this microphone. Um, And I'll figure that out when I get home. So when I record my podcasts from here, I don't know it works. I think it has to get charged. I think for some reason the stupid thing stayed on and didn't shut off when I pushed off. So it like literally died. Like I had it on all this time. So it has to, um, I think that's why there's a red light on it. Just so you know, so I I have this cute little tiny um, wireless microphone, which is like the best thing I've ever bought for this podcast. Um, So I can use it with my phone, which is what I'm recording on right now. And um, it's just incredible. It's an awesome thing. But as you can see, sometimes technology does not work. That's why you always have to have plan B. So I was like, I was going to record this freaking podcast today anyway. I don't have time when I go home because, like, you know, when I leave here from the city to go home, it's going to take at least an hour with traffic. But I will tell you, if you ever want to come to the city, come on a Friday because it is in the middle of August. It is dead. Everybody has left the city to go on vacation. So it is really not that crazy here. So knock on wood, I hopefully will get home under an hour. Like, it didn't take that long to get here. It only took me 40 minutes to get here with the traffic on, on the George Washington Bridge because, you know, they have to do construction. Um, but, yeah, so every week I'm going to try to do my podcast from the city here. Um, and right now I'm just sitting in the conference room by myself, which is, like, so nice. So I'll take pictures of this conference room, and I will post them for you. It's really awesome. This little, it's a tiny little room, but it's so freaking nice. Um, anywho, let's not waste time talking about my problems, (laughs) which is the microphone, but I'll just charge it when I get home. Anyway, so Rangers hockey is getting closer. We're getting closer to football too. So I think I've mentioned it before, but I will mention it again. I'm going to try to record my podcasts on Tuesdays because that will be right after Sunday and Monday football right before Thursday night football so I can cover all the football stuff after I do hockey. And then um, obviously hockey will be on on Tuesday as well. So we'll just go with what we have. And if anything obviously comes up, I have to do a special podcast. I'll just do a special podcast. I'm also changing um, the app I use to record my podcast just because there's so there's going to probably be glitches i'm just letting you know that now before i get into this podcast um but there's always glitches when you're trying something new okay here we go so um obviously if you've been on x twitter x i'm just going to call it twitter x if you've been on twitter x recently you saw that um panarin decided to shoot a gun in a place in Russia where he was not designated to shoot a gun and the gun was confiscated and everybody is freaking out. 
there were some good, good like responses like, oh, look, he's shooting. At least he's shooting. Um, my question, though, is why the hell is he in Russia? I know he's from there, but like, don't you want to stay here in the States where you're protected? Like, I would not want to go back to Russia. I'm sorry, but no, I'm not sorry. Like, I don't, I don't care. But he went back to Russia. He's coming back here. Um, I, I'm worried about him. I'm seriously worried about him. Um, I don't think, as we're going to get back into the championship mindset in this podcast, he does not have it. He does not have it. He, I don't know if he um, is OCD, because we have mentioned that before on this podcast. Um, but he's definitely clearly showing signs that he is not mentally capable of having the championship mindset. Now, can that change? Of course. But we'll get into it because I have a couple of little things in my championship mindset um, segment here. Um, but in, in any case, um, I'm on Instagram the other day. And some fan thinks that some of the fourth liners that we've signed are for depth. Meanwhile, one of the players, I'm not going to mention his name, has only seven goals and nine assists in 61 games he played. Yes, that's really great depth. Um, We have players in our farm system that deserve a chance to be on this team. I mean, I I don't know, but I I would assume that Will Cooley is going to be on this team. You know, Johnny Burdinsky deserves a shot to be on this team. They're both fourth liners. You put them on a fourth line with, with Barclay, Goodrow, um, there's your fourth line. Um, I don't know where Blake um, Wheeler's going to be. I would think either the second or third line. Um, Laffey is trying to cause uh, stress between, for all us fans and for, I guess, his teammates too by playing baseball right now and not signing his contract. Um, I'm going to say this to Laffy. Hey, hi. Um, hi. Hi. Um, stop listening to your fucking agent. Your agent only cares about himself and the money he's going to make off you. He does not give a shit about you. Why you athletes think your agents give, give a shit about you is beyond me. They don't care about you. They make money off you. They make a percentage off you. So therefore, they're always going to want you to sign the higher contract deal. The Rangers have no more money. I mean, they can't even re-sign your um, driving partner there, Ryan Lindgren, to an extension yet. They have to wait till they accrue money first um, before the trading deadline to actually then re-sign him. They have no more money. And for all of you Ranger fans out there that think Kane is coming back here, he's probably going to sign with Buffalo. His last go-around, he's going to go to his home where he's from, um, and why you think he's going to want to be here at, for very little money when they don't have money, number one. And number two, he never fit in here. If you look at the difference between Tarasenko and Kane with Panarin, Panarin loved that Tarasenko was here, and he had such a great vibe with him. I hardly ever saw him have a good vibe with Kane. Now, that doesn't mean that they, they don't get along, because some people were writing those rumors all over Twitter. Um, and we, those are just rumors. He looked very happy when Kane was here, though. When he first got here, he looked very, you know, happy. But the, he, Kane does not mesh with this team. He does not mesh. 
that this team and some stupid dumbass fan on on Twitter X thought, oh, maybe that maybe that's why like Chris Drew is trekking in to see if, how Kane's doing so he can sign Kane before he signs Laffy, and then he's going to change Laffy's deal from a, maybe a two year to a one year. He already gave him an offer sheet. Whatever that offer sheet is, that's what it's going to be. He's not going to leave Laffy out to dry for Patrick Kane, please. That's like, do not. Oh, my God. Some of you fans on social media really have no clue what you're talking about. You just like to make comments on Insta, on Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, my God. You guys, are some of you are just a mess. Such a mess. Um, so that was that. And then the last thing I was going to talk about was actually Chris Kreider's wedding, which was really cute. It was really, oh my God, how adorable was that wedding? And they looked so freaking happy. And I love seeing people like so happy like that. You can tell um, it was definitely uh, worth the wait. I don't know how long, I don't know how many years they dated. I'm going to assume it's like, I'm assuming from what I've heard, it was like over 10 years that they dated. So... Um, it's about freaking ass time, you know. <laughs> um, and Miko as the best man, oh my God. Now, I'm going to say this. If the NHL does that stupid bromance thing again, they better pick them too because who, I've never in my life seen such a bromance where it was even at their fucking wedding. Okay. The wedding. And Miko was there um, as the best man. That was just so, that was so awesome to see. Um, Obviously, some um, old uh, teammates were there, too. And um, I saw um, uh, a picture that had um, Truba in it, and uh, that concerns me. Truba's facial expression in that picture concerns me. Truba, honey, you're, con- you're, you're making me get nervous. I'm nervous for you. Um, I'll get into Truba later, but I'm just letting you know. I, I'm, I'm nervous for Truba, and I will tell you why towards the end of the podcast. Um, it's okay. So as you know from the last podcast, I'm writing a book called The Championship Mindset. So I'm writing this in a totally different way that I've ever, write, ever, ever, write, ever written a book before. And I've written like 10 books, over 10 books. I'm just writing my ideas down for this book so it's all over the freaking place and then I'm going to then tie it all together and put it in the correct chapter that needs to be in the chapter um which is really cool it's a cool way of doing it but it's also a very strange way of doing it um a lot more work but this book is like very important to me so when not saying that other books previous were not important to me, but this book is like, it's the book. Because it's just, it's so, it's many things that many people can listen to. I'm going to also put it on, um, I'm going to try to also put it on audio. So that's also why it's important. It's going to be my first audio book too. Audio and in print and ebook. But one step at a time. So if you listened to it last week, I talked about what the championship mindset was. So here are some things that I'm going to talk about now. Okay. So um, as competitors, okay, I'm a competitor. I'm a former athlete. I'm a coach. And now 
I'm training, I'm in training, I'm in the process of becoming a, a cheer judge. So we are still in competition mode. Um, as competitors, we live or die by attitude. I, me, I have witnessed so many athletes lose even before they compete. They doubt, their doubt demons dominate their thinking and they mentally submit to them even before they hit the mat, the field, the ice, or the court. Hello, Panarin. He comes straight to mind with that. Um, and then you saw Chris Kreider struggle, you saw Mika struggle, you saw, you know, sometimes I guess Truba struggle, you saw Fox struggle, you saw Kane struggle last year. Um, it's attitude. And then it's also your doubt demons, which so many athletes have, and so many people in general have. You all have your doubt demons. We all have our doubt demons. Okay, so staying focused is a championship mindset that comes down to a simple idea. It's not social. What does that mean? That means winning competition, no matter the sport, everything in your everyday world is put on hold. Nothing should matter to you except the next opportunity. This is where you need to be emotionally selfish because you're the only one who can maintain that big dog mindset. The less you engage with whatever is going on around you, the more focused you become. Your mental focus is, is on controlling your competitive emotions and throwing out um, of your mind everything else outside what you are doing until you are done competing. Well, that means boyfriend, girlfriend drama must wait, problems on the home front must wait, having your kids, if you have kids, want you to play with them, that all must wait because you have to be mentally focused on competing. This is the part that is the hardest to grasp is because family and friends are both a major distraction. And that is also in real life too, which I'll get to in a minute in this story. Unless your family and friends have competed at a high level themselves, they won't understand all that's required of you to stay on top of your game mentally and emotionally. They may have good intentions, but trust me, they don't understand and therefore they, their emotional support needs to be kept in perspective. This is why I've always mentioned in my podcast why athletes should date cheerleaders and athletes should date other athletes, not models and pretty little faces and pretty basic girls because the basic girl and the model girl don't understand shit when it comes to this. They don't understand this period. But you know, don't listen to me. <laughs> what do I know? Um, so many athletes have these silly superstitions. Oh yes, we'll get that. No matter the circumstances, do whatever you need to do to stay focused before and during competition. So when it comes to this kind of stuff. But so many athletes have these silly superstitions where it comes to their gear. They have to get dressed the same exact way before each game or competition. We talked about that last week, right? Um, and so many athletes have a mental breakdown when, they, when the unexpected happens. And that's their favorite gear, like hockey stick, whatever, or whatever. Um, either breaks or gets lost. And I've seen it. We've, we've see, I've seen athletes get like freaked out when their favorite stick breaks or they can't find their favorite glove or their favorite shoulder pad is missing or they accidentally put on the left first and not the right first or they ate the wrong piece of chicken on the plate first. I am not kidding. I kid you not. 
Or they do these stupid, silly superstitions like bread right now, shaving his head. Perfect example, a stupid superstition. Athletes get so emotionally attached to their gear that it's a complete distraction when it breaks or is somehow left behind and they can't find it on game day. If you've ever watched Everybody Loves Raymond, there's a perfect example of this. It's the, it's the Lucky Suit episode. I would go on YouTube and, and watch it. It's called Lucky Suit. It's where Robert Barone has an interview with the FBI. And he's wearing his Lucky Suit. And his mother, Marie, um, irons it. And she has a big burn mark on it. And he goes to the interview in an unlucky suit. And he thinks that the only reason he's going to get the job is because of his Lucky Suit not because of how of a great officer he is. Okay. Athletes need to learn to literally, pun intended, shift gears and not get so emotionally invested in getting dressed the same way or using a particular piece of gear. Gear breaks and your favorite piece is not the reason you are successful or not. The way you get dressed is not the reason you're going to score that goal or you're going to go on the cheer mat and pull off the most beautiful stunt or what, or, or you're not going to go through that job interview and get the job because you wore your lucky suit. That's not the reason. Doubt and fear are a reality any athlete has to live with their entire careers, but it's the way they handle it that makes all the difference. And here we go. I'm going to say this 5,000 times. Do it scared. Do it unprepared. Do it scared, do it unprepared. The key to being on top of your game under pressure is learning how to detect and then control these emotions without having them take over your focus. It's basically about fear, which I'm going to get into later, because we all have this fear. And you can't let fear dictate your life. You can't let fear of doing something new or fear of looking at something from a different perspective keep you from being your best self. And so many people, not just athletes, do that. Um, If you think about it, they never gain respect by just winning. We gain respect by how hard we battle and fight for position. Think of the hockey regular season, okay? How many times have we been excited about an athlete that's lived up to his hype, all because he was giving it his all and never mentally gave up? And we're talking about that now with Alexei Lafreniere and with Capo, Capo, Caco. Oh my God. With Caco. We're talking about that. We're like, we're like, well, how they perform in the regular season is um, we're going to be excited about it because we need to have them perform that way in the regular season. So then this way when the playoffs come, we know that they're going to perform. And we get excited about that. Having the guts and determination to execute in pressure situations comes from attitude. Um, to be a winner, talent has nothing to do with it. We must be more than our talent and push even past that. You've always heard of folks say he, he just had the will and guts to keep competing, even when things looked impossible. That's the championship mindset, period. Like that's what the championship mindset is. Now here's some examples, ready? Sometimes big dogs underestimate their opponents and little dogs overestimate their opponent. 
let's think of the Florida Panthers with the Boston Bruins. Perfect example. The big dog was the Boston Bruins. The little dog was the Florida Panthers. The Boston Bruins underestimated their opponent. And the Florida Panthers, who are the little dog, they did not overestimate their opponent. They played like they knew they could win, and they did. And then you have the Rangers and the Devils. The Rangers underestimated their opponent. The Devils, who are the little dogs, did not overestimate their opponent. They didn't. They didn't do. They didn't overestimate the Rangers. They knew that they could beat them after they won Game Three. Game Three was the pivotal game. But you see how like the Rangers overestimated their opponent. When you overestimate your opponent, you are always going to lose. When you underestimate your opponent, you're going to lose. They're, the both of them are are equal in that because you're always going to lose. Remember, sometimes a little dog is seen as an underdog, and that athlete is just someone who will bleed to the end rather than give up mentally. Ryan Lingering comes to mind on that one. Um, never run from fear. Run to it. When you do, you never limit yourself. Instead, you focus on your strengths, your techniques, and then you execute because you don't see yourself as a little dog anymore or an underdog, you realize you too are a big dog and everything changes. That's what I just said with fear. See, so many guys have this fear. Do it scared and do it unprepared. Like for example, Jacob Truba and Vincent Chocek and Ryan Lindgren, again I'll mention them, uh, with coffee with the captain and teammates. Um, they're just running from it because they're probably freaking ass afraid. Why they're afraid, I don't know. But they're afraid of doing this, like, and having this podcast and whatever. I don't know. Either that, either they're afraid or they just don't give a shit. Like, you know, we think they do. We think that, like, you know, these players on our teams care about us fans and care about the fans. And reality, they prove to you that they don't time and time again. So I, I don't know, but anyhow, the championship mindset isn't afraid to try new things. The championship mindset isn't afraid of new possibilities. The championship mindset is not afraid of, of anything, any, any opponent um, changing things up. They're not afraid of it. That's why it's the championship mindset, and that's why it's so difficult and impossible for athletes to keep it because they don't know how to maintain it. Like, being it in the beginning of the season is quite simple for these guys. It's, the, it's fresh. And speaking of fresh, please leave your baggage outside MSG. I do not want to hear anything about last year. Leave it outside the venue. That's another thing about the championship mindset. You don't keep bringing in the past because the past is over with. Now we're moving over towards the present moment. And then from the present moment, you can see and you can think about what your future is going to look like and what the future is. And you visualize, like I said last week. But so many of these guys on this team, on the Rangers team, do not have the championship mindset. 
and they're not on the same page. And so, like, speaking of, so going back to Jacob Chuba for a second, like, I saw the picture of him at the wedding, and you would think, like, you would look happy at a wedding. Like, first of all, it's your freaking-ass teammate getting married. I don't know, Jacob. I don't know. It scares me to see you. Like, you look so fucking distracted. Like, you had, like, 500 things on your mind. You weren't in the, you weren't in the present moment. You were, like, I don't know where you were. But I think that's why you need to take a walk to a coffee shop. Meet me. We can have a chat. I can give you all this championship mindset stuff. Because I think it would so benefit you guys. Number one. Number two, and then doing a fun podcast. Answering fun fucking questions. And then asking hockey questions is fun. Before the season starts. That's why I don't want to do it during the season. Because I, I don't want it to be a distraction. I'd rather do it before the season starts, before training camp starts, because I want them to be able to focus. Now, my whole entire idea of them being afraid, I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. We can do it in person, obviously. That's the way I want to do it. Because I think it would be fucking ass fun to do it. Um, And how people are in person and act in person and the vibe that you get when you can when you're actually meeting someone is totally 10 times different than when you're online like a zoom with somebody i mean you can still you can still see how the person is and get a feel for that person but it's not the same thing it's not the same thing in person you can get like i can tell you my intuition top notch i know how to pick out good vibes bad vibes. Good vibes, bad vibes. Um, and I mean, I just thought like it would be like fun. Like I would buy you guys coffee. And if you guys want lunch, I'll buy you lunch. I don't give a shit. You want lunch too? Fine. Um, and we just talk for half an hour about like hockey and I answer some questions and have some fun and do some fun, like, you know, fun, like fun questions too. Um, not just hockey questions. My questions aren't going to be, like, you know, questions you can't answer. I'm not going to ask you, like, you know, I don't, I don't know, know what they're thinking. See, that's the whole thing. I have no idea what they're thinking. Um, but that's why I want to do it in person. You feed off me. You can feed off me. You can see I'm just a regular little girl here. <laughs> a little tiny little girl. I'm 5'3". <laughs> tiny little sassy little savage girl who just wants to have fun with three of the greatest dudes here on our team. I think they're great dudes. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe they're all assholes. You know, because we do judge without knowing that we are judging. I try my best not to judge until I meet somebody. But I can tell you right here and now that they're literally showing you their character by not by ghosting me number one two not responding which is ghosting but two not wanting to even do it by zoom like if you if you're uncomfortable i get it i understand i totally get it but like have the respect to just answer me i shouldn't have to ask more than once think about that like i should ask once you should see the video that i put together and you should be like oh my god that sounds like fun let me look at my calendar and i'll get back to you boom done 
but uh, these three guys, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Vinny has to move back from Pittsburgh with his family. I can understand that. Ryan is coming by himself from Minnesota, and Jacob lives here. Freaking, like he's freaking here in the fucking city. Hello, Jacob, you're here. I can just do it with you. Can do it with you, and then when Ryan comes in from Minnesota, you can bring Ryan, and we can we can go play. We can go out. We can go to play. I'm begging you to come out and play. Come on. My God. Like, I have to beg these guys to do this shit. It's, like, so fucking crazy. And I will say this. If I'm the one asking you, which I am, I better not see any of you on any other fucking podcast, especially with the man doing the hosting, because then that will just show you that you're a sexist ass, number one. And number two, I will get so fucking angry at you guys. I will, no, I will just go after you online and show, like, well, this is who they are. Like, you are setting the precedence by answering me and not answering me. You are showing people who you really are. See, this is the whole thing. Like, why I keep saying to so many people, stop judging people by their cover. Because we don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Jacob Troop is going through something. I think Jacob Troop is going through something. Like, mentally and emotionally, I don't think Jacob Troop is here for this year already. And I don't want that. Jacob, 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 I don't want that. Just answer me, damn it. That's all I'm asking. Be nice. Be respectful. And just say, hey, I appreciate you reaching out to me. Whatever. But now, if you say no, it's going to look bad. Because you could have fucking said no two months ago. So you can't say no. Ryan Lingren, you can't say no either. And I don't even know what the hell you are. Um on another topic of conversation. And Vinny can't say no either. They cannot say no. Because if they didn't want to do it, then they should have gotten back to me the first day I asked them. Then it should have been no. Now it has to be yes. You have no fucking choice, boys. So I don't know how you want to do it, but you better figure it out. Because it's making you look bad. And I don't want you guys to look bad. Um, FYI, for fans, I'm running a really cool contest coming up. Um... And I'm doing fashion videos a different way. And I, ju- I did put out my first part one for Truba. So Truba, if you didn't see it, it's the I Like Hockey video. It's like five fucking seconds, but it's awesome. Um, with you, with three of my favorite hits that you have, um, that you had last season. So three favorite hits. So now I'm going to come up with a different video for part two for Truba. And then there's a part three. And then we're going to move on to Ryan Lindgren. He's going to be second. And then the third guy, obviously, will be Vincent Chortrek that I will do. So there'll be fashion will be the part three. Part two, I'm not telling you what part two is about. You'll figure that out yourself. (laughs) All right. So anywho, have a great weekend. I will see you next week. I think I'm recording next Thursday. So there's that. And I will be here in the city, obviously, on Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. We're getting closer. Getting closer. And if you are watching Hard Knocks, oh my God, it is really good. I really misjudged Hard Knocks. I think it's really good. And if all of you Jets fans out there, you have a reason to be exciting, excited because Aaron Rodgers looks like the real fucking deal. He does. So does. Okay. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.